Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Dr. Ron from Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Blog Talk Radio. We are here each and every Tuesday at 4 p.m., bringing you the latest medical commentary. We will bring you very interesting guests. We can be reached at 347-989-8899 or, of course, on the Internet at blogtalkradio.com. I thank you for making this the number one listen to medical program here in South Florida. And we will get on with the show very shortly. Thank you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in today. What a beautiful day it is, and we are ready for one heck of a show. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen, to hear the latest and the greatest in news with a great guest today, Dr. Nicholas Sergio, talking about prolotherapy. I will be remiss if I didn't thank all of our listeners for making us the number one Internet radio show here in South Florida. So I say that, as usual, with an attitude of gratitude. So if positivity is indeed contagious, a number of studies are showing that it may be worth catching, ladies and gentlemen, because a positive attitude is tremendous for your immune system. So thank you so much. We'll have uh, Dr. Dan and Dr. Jerry join us during the show today. I know Dr. Jerry's uh, program was well-received last week, and uh, from his latest Facebook page, he'll tell you about that. I see he's treating dogs. He doesn't have enough to do. And in any case... Thank you so much. Uh, Let's give you a rundown of what's going to happen in the coming weeks. Today we have Dr. Nick with us, Nicholas Sergio. He's a prolotherapist and acupuncturist, and he'll tell you about this tremendous non-surgical way of treating pain. Next week we have Phil Saffer back on the show. Uh, Phil is the president of Elixa. Uh, a company that is in Albuquerque, New Mexico, that makes a lot of natural healing products, and especially colloidal silver. And we'll hear uh, a lot about colloidal silver, I hope, how to make it, what it's used for, uh, what side effects you can look out for. We'll hear maybe about the Beck protocols and uh, a lot of good information from uh, Phil Safer. The following week, October 11th, we have Dr. Talmore, and Dr. Talmore is an MD from Gainesville, Florida, who will be coming to our show to talk uh, for the first time. He's his first first appearance on uh, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, and he will have a wealth of information to uh, uh, share with us, and I suspect that this will be the uh, first of many programs where he will be joining us. Uh, I have some uh, information I want to share with you. I think I uh, – let me bring our two uh, – co-hosts on here. Is this Dr. Jerry? Dr. Jerry's here, live and well. All right. I have a lot to talk to you about, my friend, uh, especially that latest post. I don't know about these little terriers or whatever they are. <laughs> but <we'll laughs> Beam me up, Scotty, is becoming a reality in your life, I'm afraid. I may have to draw, come up to Philly to save you. And I think we have Dr. Dan on the line. Is that you, Dr. Dan? It is I. Good afternoon, Dr. Ron, Dr. Jerry. How are you today? Great. Good afternoon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let's start off the show uh, with a couple commentaries that I have, uh, I think you should know about, okay, because they're common things you can do. Uh, One of the oldest all-purpose remedies around, right? Uh, Maybe you've heard stories, some, some amazing about vinegar. You know, you can use it to clean your coffee pot and lose weight, whatever. But while vinegar seems to have more uses than a Swiss Army knife, there's one you may not have heard about. And I'm going to give you a second follow-up article on this this subject. It could be very well the most important one vinegar has to offer. Vinegar, ladies and gentlemen, has been around forever. Traces have been found in the urns from ancient Egypt. The Chinese made rice vinegar, guess what, 3,000 years ago. 
And it's mentioned in the Bible numerous times. So obviously, it has a lot of history, right? But for all the things vinegar can supposedly do for us, there's one claim that's supported by, guess what? Research. And that's what? How it can control blood sugar. You see, vinegar and blood sugar studies go back several decades now to an experiment that was first done in, J- in Japan with a handful of volunteers. And the scientists have been looking at how it can lower blood, cl- blood glucose ever since then. For example, Arizona State nutritionist Carol Johnston has been studying vinegar for 10 years and believes that its anti-glycemic effect of apple cider vinegar is very well documented. It may even work as well as some diabetes drugs. Vinegar appears to prevent digestion of starch, not 100%, but enough to keep your blood sugar from soaring after eating carbs. Those undigested carbs then go to work feeding your good gut bacteria. And remember, we, we've had lots of programs that are talking about the microbe, the bacteria in your gut, the bacteria in your brain, really super important. A study from Greece two years ago found vinegar to have a glucose-lowering effect in people with type 2 diabetes. These scientists discovered that vinegar causes your muscles to increase glucose uptake, which may explain how it works at keeping your blood sugar levels down. And guess what? Last month, researchers in Singapore found that taking vinegar before eating will lower post-meal blood sugar readings. You know that two-hour post-perennial blood sugar? That's that's, that's your blood sugar after eating. As I said, research... uh, Uh, in how uh, vinegar can keep blood sugar in check has been going on for quite some time. But it seems that lately, probably because of the rate of type 2 diabetes is going off the charts, it's sparking some some interest now. A British TV show called Trust Me, I'm a Doctor recently ran an episode with Dr. James Brown from Aston University where non-diabetic volunteers were put to the vinegar test. After an overnight fast, they ate two bagels. The bagel eaters who first drank a small amount of apple cider vinegar diluted in water were able to reduce their blood sugar readings by 36%. Interestingly, only the apple cider vinegar had the effect, not the malt version. So if you're concerned about your blood sugar readings and want to give vinegar a try, here are a few things to remember. First, never drink a straight shot. Obviously, it's very acidic and can burn your throat and even... I would imagine that Dr. Jerry will confirm this or not. It can really harm your tooth enamel. Uh, Dr. Johnson advises not using more than one or two tablespoons diluted in a large glass of water and sipping it along with food. Another easier way may be to incorporate a tablespoon or so of apple cider vinegar in your dressings for your salad or your vegetables. And please, uh, when you buy your uh, vinegar, look for the unfiltered kind of apple cider vinegar. You'll see it uh, has a cloudy kind of blob or film in it, but that doesn't mean there's something wrong with it. That's called the mother. It's actually believed to be the most nutritious part of it. The mother contains a lot of probiotics. Guess what else it contains? Iron, B vitamins, disease-preventing phenolic acids, and prebiotics, which are compounds that feed the beneficial gut bacteria. Isn't that pretty exciting? Now that I gave you that advice, I have to keep the lawyers happy. This program, ladies and gentlemen, contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatments because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. That should keep the attorneys happy. So... We heard about diabetes and vinegar, right? Uh, guess guess what else I got for you? How about eggs? All right. If you're looking for a little help getting your insulin under control, would you believe it? There are studies 
And someone said they have some eggs. Excellent news for you because eggs in the morning could be your your, your most uh, important breakfast. It's, and it's back on the menu. Eggs have gotten a bad rap, right? The mainstream you know, all know-it-alls got their feathers in a ruffle about fat and cholesterol. But if you love eggs, and who doesn't, it's time for you to come out of your shell. Because research, that's what we go by, ladies and gentlemen. Again, it proves that eggs are just about the healthiest way to start your day. It's not that the fat and cholesterol in eggs are good for you, although they are. It's that farm fresh eggs are also nature's best sort of a vitamin called choline. How many of you heard of choline? The body needs choline, but it can also use it to convert into a chemical compound called betaine which helps protect your cells and organs. And the more you get of this, these critical nutrients, the more your body can fight off the early warning signs of diabetes. Now, this is according to a new study, folks. Folks with the highest choline intake from their diet have better fasting blood glucose and insulin levels and a lower risk of insulin resistance. On the flip side, however, lower level levels of choline and betaine did just the opposite, with glucose and insulin levels going screwy. That, in turn, can set a stage for insulin resistance and eventually diabetes. So most people do not come anywhere near the recommended levels of choline. Uh, so uh, when people do eat eggs, they usually toss out the best part, the yolk. And guess what? That's where most of the choline is contained, along with some other nutrients. So it's time to stop running around. I guess we could say like chickens without heads over eggs. Not only will the choline help you fight off insulin resistance, but the same nutrient will also protect you from damaging inflammation and oxidative stress. And how many times do we have we talked about inflammation being the basis of most chronic diseases? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there are the two subjects I just wanted to bring to your attention right off early in the program. I do want to talk to you uh, well, about uh, poultry and uh, uh, MRSA, uh, but let, let's, let's see what Dr. Jerry has to bring us up to date on the therapy, therapy system and what he's been doing lately. Well, Dr. Jerry, I did see that picture, so tell me about well, it. Well, let me tell you, after that picture appeared, OSHA contacted our office and made me put a fire plug in the bathroom to accommodate the male dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I, I leave it up to you. We had a fun time. Uh, it's funny. We don't treat dogs. The dogs just sit on the uh, owner's lap while the, the owner gets treated, but all kidding aside, this one dog had uh, post-traumatic uh, syndrome. Uh, the original owners of the Westie uh, really mistreated the dog, uh, very abusive, uh, verbally and, and I think physically, and the poor dog was on all kinds of medication. And it was a rescue mission. My patient owned two other Westies, so, and, and the dog was actually, I think, a brother to one of the other Westies that they had. So long and short, the dog was very skittish, if you dropped a you know piece of silverware on the floor, it would like get spooked. Uh, not friendly towards strangers. Uh, didn't have a good restful sleep at night. Um, just a nervous type animal. And after two treatments on the Therify unit, um, bottom line is the dog is not afraid of strangers. It doesn't get spooked with loud noises. It sleeps through the night, you know, peacefully. And the owner said, I, I can't believe the difference in, in the demeanor of the dog uh, with this technology. So, you know, dogs don't have an agenda, and there's no nocebo or placebo with a dog. They just, it is what it is. Uh, that, that's a great, great story, really. Well, we're going to expect to hear more from you and follow-ups with, with, with this, you know, this particular mode of therapy. Uh, and I'm sure, as uh, you know, you will admit it's not the the only thing that that's out there, there's lots of other modalities, and I'm sure you use a lot of other, uh, the modalities to get your patients uh, feeling better and, and all very naturally. Absolutely. One, one right. quick one i got to share with you, if you have a second. I do. I had a consult with a dentist in Mumbai, India. Anyway, I was coughing during the consultation, 
And he says, my grandmother had a good recipe to get rid of that cough. I said, I'll, I'm open to anything. He says, take an aloe vera plant, cut it up in little three-inch strips, boil it for five minutes, scoop out the gel, then mix it with raw honey. Ron, last night I made the, the concoction. I took it. I woke up this morning. I haven't coughed the whole day. I don't know if it's psychosomatic or what, but it worked. <laughs> but, you're, but you're walking with a limp. What's the rest of the story? <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, you know, this is anecdotal, and some of these ancient remedies are, are worth a try. I mean, always weighing the benefits against the risk. There's no risk of uh, what you just said. Yeah, well, you know, and, uh, the only thing I, I would recommend is Jerry to just interject this please ladies and gentlemen if you're going to use honey try and use local honey that Absolutely. has the pollens and the the, you know, the ingredients from your local area but go ahead Jerry go ahead yeah I mean Columbus had aloe plants on the ship and you know when they had wounds from battle they put the aloe on to speed up the healing process so you know it has a track record it's not something that uh, you know is off the chart crazy exactly I agree with that all right, so now I have some good news for for our, for our listeners uh, while we wait for Dr. Nick to call in. Uh, imagine, ladies and gentlemen, an exercise program that is simple. It won't leave you drenched in sweat and could cut your risk of dying by 33%. Would you buy into that? Here's the best part. You can do it in less time than it takes to make a cup of coffee. I found a new study that proves that walking around for just two minutes an hour can help offset the damaging health effects of sitting, something we've been hearing uh, the bad news about for some time. Okay, remember maybe a year ago we came up with a, with a saying, uh, get your meat off the seat, go to the dollar's parlor and get yourself an hourglass and uh, make sure that when that, if you're doing some work at your computer or your desk when that uh, hourglass goes down, you know, get up and walk around. Well, here's the good news. Researchers from the University of Utah School of Medicine tracked 3,200 volunteers for three years and found that those who engage in two minutes of light intensity activity each hour lowered the risk of dying by 33%. And light activity is sim something simple as taking out the trash, fetching the mail, anything to get you moving. So Dr. Bedu, B-E-D-D-H-U, said it was fascinating to see the results because the current national focus is on moderate or vigorous activity. And he's right about that, ladies and gentlemen. You can't turn on television these days without seeing some infomercial for a high-intensity exercise program that looks like it was designed for the Navy SEALs and uh, you know young studs. But this new study, the authors say, proves that even small changes in your routine can have a big impact on your health. And making those small changes, even if it's just moving around for two minutes an hour, could be the first step uh, to a more active lifestyle that will benefit your heart, your brain, your muscles, and your bones. Uh, so, you know, we've been preaching that. You don't have to, to, to get drenched, but you do have to keep moving, all right? Uh, we had a, Dr. Dan and I had a uh, professor who's, one of his famous saying was, uh, uh, Running water will not freeze. So if you keep active, you keep your joints active. And just I'm going to just finish this exercise thing up because another study comes out. And it says the the bottom line of the study is that exercise won't boost your weight loss. You know. So this study is really incredible. Turns out you don't need to spill a drop of sweat. The study says. Uh, let me just get to the to the meat of this. They took three sets of overweight patients at risk for heart disease and told one set to drop a few pounds by changing what they ate, another set to exercise but not diet, and a third set to try diet and exercise, also known as you know, what your typical mainstream advice is going to be. Three months later, you'd never know who did what just by looking at the test results because they were pretty much identical. The folks who ate less and ate better, I should say, to drop a few pounds without exercise, saw the same improvements as the folks who had been sweating in the gym. They even had the same results as the folks who were told to diet and exercise. 
None of the volunteers were put on a starvation diet or vegan diet or anything like that. They simply cut 20% of their calories, which for some folks, is, you know, that might just be cutting out the pop, as uh, I'm, I'm, I'm used to hearing here in Southwest Florida now. That means cutting out your soda. So it did the trick, ladies and gentlemen. They dropped an average of 7% of their body weight and lost uh, a pound or two per week, depending on how far they let themselves go over the years. So bottom line, you really don't need a gym. If you don't belong to a gym, it should not be an excuse not to get up and move around, okay? The best exercise of all could be something as simply as a walk, golf, tennis, dancing, hiking. Get off your seat. Get off your butt and on your feet, okay? Really important, oh, critical for your health. Well, Dr. Ron, okay. they, yes. missed, they missed two components of that study. One, they didn't even study duct tape. <laughs> and the second one is uh, my son, he, he did a drastic diet. He said he lost 160 pounds overnight. He got divorced. That <laughs> <laughs> works every time. Absolutely. Works every time. <laughs> yeah. You know what, speaking about uh, your son, it reminded me that, you know, that uh, uh, the ratio of a circumference of a circle to his diameter, what's that called? Does anybody know? That's called a pi, right? Right. Yeah. 22 uh, seconds. What, what is, okay, that's it. But what is the ratio of an igloo circumference to his diameter? That's called an Eskimo pie, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... <laughs> And the other one I got for, for, for my math majors are 2,000 pounds of Chinese soup. That's called a wonton. Anyway, wonton, right. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough of that. All right, let me uh, go back to the um, radio board here and see if we have Dr. Uh, see, I have a 610 calling in. I'm looking for Dr. Nick calling in. Uh, I don't see him yet. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we talked about vinegar. We talked about exercise. Uh, we, we, we're we all about natural healing and, and what to do and, and, and trying to bring you the latest uh, in how to protect your health. And, and I just want to reinforce something from the August 24th issue of the Journal of the American Medical Association and had to do with atherosclerosis risk. And probably you're never going to you're not going to hear this from anybody but uh, this show. Psoriasis is a stronger predictor of heart disease than diabetes. Just remember that. If you have psoriasis, they study patients, and I'm not going to go into this study, but they did uh, coronary artery uh, scores on them, calcium scores, uh, and psoriasis and two, type two diabetes share similar cardiovascular risk profiles, which can dispose patients to developing coronary atherosclerosis at a relatively young age. So if you have uh, psoriasis, ladies and gentlemen, you, you, know, you want to take a, a real good look and talk with your doctor about uh, your atherosclerosis risk, okay? Uh, he, maybe he don't even know about this study, but it was JAMA, August 24th, and he can look it up. It's a it's a good study. Follow a lot of patients, and something you should know about. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we haven't uh, talked with Dr. Dan here for a while. Dr. Dan, how have you been? Hanging in there. I'm still here, Ron. I woke oh, up and I was alive. So it's a good uh, start. You're, you're you're moving and uh, uh, staying active. I hope. Yeah, sure. I went down to the corner and checked the obituary, and I wasn't in there. Thank God. Well, there you go. I mean, that's that's a that's a major start right there. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's take a uh, one minute break for uh, Dr. Ron's commercial, uh, and uh, we will be back and we will talk with Dr. Nick Sergio and Prolotherapy. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. 
Prowsball treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Prowsball is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session. 239-658-COOL. 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenations, Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in, this, in the Naples area, that is just a great treatment. You feel super there, and uh, gosh, you even you burn up those extra calories, you, you come out with a great endorphin rush. Well, I, I don't know what happened to Dr. Sergio. I talk, spoke with him this morning. He said he would call in, but he is a, a certified acupuncturist. He's a diplomat of the uh, Acupuncture and Prolotherapy Association. And he is one of the leaders in this area of prolotherapy, namely dextrose prolotherapy, uh, which he calls the golden key to treating pain and suffering uh, that actually makes the injured area stronger and it repairs the injury without the risk of surgery. Uh, the treatment gets you back into your sports and your activities a lot faster. Uh, I could just tell you that my wife, who is an avid tennis player, uh, saw Dr. Nick uh, because of a torn rotator cuff, and after about five injections of dextrose, uh, you know, without missing a, a day on the court, uh, her, her shoulder healed up. So th- this is a really a, 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 a tremendous therapy that I was hoping that he could bring to you to you live and let him talk to you about the, the different uh, treatments that he does, along with Dr. Ross Hauser, who is the uh, guru of uh, prototherapy, and Dr. Ross Hauser also uses uh, stem cells and uh, platelets and plasma. And uh, Dr. Uh, Nick, as he likes to be called, he combines his prolotherapy with uh, uh, an adjusting uh, acupuncture treatment to get the uh, flow of energy uh, to stimulate your body and help it to heal. Uh, but it looks like uh, and he, he might be tied up. I can't reach him. So we're going to go on with the show, and uh, we're, we have a lots of things to talk about, and uh, we'll wait to see if he calls in uh, a little later. Next week, as I said, we're going to have uh, uh, Phil Safier on uh, to talk about uh, colloidal silver. If you don't know anything about it, I think it's something you should get educated on because every day you're going to hear you're hearing more and more about these super bugs, these, these uh, bugs that are resistant to antibiotics, both uh, in uh, our bodies in the form of sinus infections or hospital infections and in the supermarkets, okay? A, a, a study just out found a potentially deadly strain of MRSA in supermarket chicken. So hopefully we'll, we'll learn how to use colloidal silver to, to clean our chicken to keep our countertops clean uh, and, and all its other uses with very little downside if it's nanoparticle colloidal silver uh, without the risk of our gyre or t- turning uh, blue, as they, as they say. That, only, that does not occur with well-made colloidal silver. So remember last week I told you about superbugs killing uh, thousands every year in the United States and how the FDA dropped the ball. Like I always talk about the FDA, right? But there's another research that points a clearer picture of uh, what we need to do. Uh, but urgent steps, we have to do it ourselves. The FDA is not looking out for us. The International Coalition of Researchers just explained how this antibiotic-resistant superbug crisis could explode beyond our wildest dreams. They studied a group of people, that's everyday consumers like you and I, and identified 10 who were infected with a new strain of MRSA. MRSA is MRSA, which means methicillin-resistant staph aureus. That's a short, uh, you know, it's just easier to say that. It's very hard to treat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, That's bad, but it's not terribly remarkable. Here's why. The kind of MRSA they identified in these people I just told you about as having... uh, these disinfections 
they come in they came in contact direct contact with live chickens they were farmers and veterinarians but the people who had the infection weren't only exposed to these animals. So what, what, the, what this paragraph that I was trying to summarize real quickly says, saying that not only the people that came in contact with these uh, animals directly, but people who weren't directly in contact with them came down with this MRSA. The researchers said their study shows how people can contract this potentially deadly strain of MRSA simply by eating or handling infected poultry. Did you get that? So Jasper Larson, a veterinarian and lead author of the study I'm talking about, said that this new type of MRSA appears to be able to spread from food to people. Think about that. Now, the ones who were infected with MRSA all lived in Denmark, but don't think you're feeling, you know, don't get a false sense of security about that. One of the researchers said superbugs don't respect political or geographical boundaries. I remember a couple of years ago we talked about it when this the, this program was in its infancy. The incident uh, uh, it didn't get a lot of attention in the mainstream media, as most things don't these days, unless they involve a drug. Uh, you may not even remember it, but it was detected in Detroit. Not Denmark, but Detroit. You can find it on the CDC's website uh, in the section called Emerging and Infectious Diseases. Okay, it's there. And it was all about squashes in, in the news. Uh, so first, you know, a couple of years ago, we found the experts rushed out to give you sound bites. Oh, our food is safe. Why Why should we worry? Heck, our food is already known to be contaminated with salmonella, E. coli. So what's a little MRSA? Then the authors of the CDC paper said that the most important thing in this study is we don't want to scare people. It was as if they wished that it hadn't been found. You know, like you, you can you can get rid of terror by just not reporting about it. I'm sorry, but we need to be scared about this because having MRSA on your chicken actually makes handling it more dangerous than eating it. That's because MRSA thrives on skin cuts and scrapes. I'm sure you've heard about MRSA hospital infections, right? That's, that's what they, 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 they're really afraid of those, especially if you have joint replacement. Well... Now we can add that to the MRSA supermarket infections. And MRSA can lead to pneumonia and sepsis. Sepsis is a, is a general body infection. Another researcher said that the study shows how everyday consumers can be at risk. So, yeah, I'd say you've got to be a little scared about this thing. So, you know, you want to buy, if possible, please, organic poultry. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Wash your hands frequently. And I guess maybe one of the precautions you can take, uh, if you have, be careful, if you have any scrapes or cuts on your hands, wear disposable gloves. I think it would be a big step forward. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think we have Dr. Nicholas Sergio on the line. And as I said, he is from Naples, Florida. Uh, and, and, and just to, in full disclosure, as I said, he has treated my wife for a, a, a shoulder a tear, rotator cuff tear. He is uh, well known in Southwest Florida. He's a certified, and I'm instead of me telling you all about him again, I'm going to introduce Dr. Nicholas Sergio. Dr. Sergio. Yes. Hi. How are you? That is you. And you like to be called yeah. Dr. Nick. Is that correct? That's fine. Sure. Yep. All right. So, Dr. Nick, uh, we have you know we just have a general medical show here. We have uh, Dr. Uh, Dan, who's a MD, and we have uh, Dr. Jerry Smith, who's a, who's a natural healer on uh, the program, and uh, now you. So if you would, Dr. Nick, could you just give us a little uh, background on, on what you do, please? Well, I, I, uh, I'm an acupuncturist in Naples, Florida, and uh, in Florida, acupuncturists are allowed to inject into the acupuncture point, and we can inject anything natural, so uh, it, it was a natural thing for me to just get into uh, prolotherapy because we're using natural ingredients. And uh, it was I've been doing it for about 10 years now, and it's really amazing the results that I have with this. Uh, I've, uh, <clears throat> I've, I've gone to different seminars and courses and, and take different training in this uh, prolotherapy, and, and I, I just, I'm just amazed every day. I mean, it's, it's great for sciatica. It's great for... Uh, arthritis, uh, back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, you name it. And it, it, uh, it doesn't have to be a tear. It could be just a, a strain or a loose joint. 
what happens is when the when the uh, joint is loose, like a knee joint, or you have pain in the, on the on the medial lateral side of the knee joint, and um, this uh, this prolotherapy injected into the uh, into the uh, ligaments, the medial and the uh, medial collateral ligament, the lateral collateral ligament, they seem to it seems to tighten those up and make it like a new knee again. And, and most of the time when you have a lateral movement is when you have a, a torn meniscus or, a, or, or another a knee problem. And this stops the lateral movement of the knees. And it also works to, by doing the same thing to the back area. It tightens up those uh, ligaments that, that keep the back in place so it doesn't uh, move. And then uh, like the SI joint will move and then cause, a, uh, cause sciatica. And this is, uh, or, or even a, a, a ridiculous pain down the leg from uh, from this uh, movement. And uh, it's, you know, it's something like it's just like rejuvenating somebody that's, uh, you know, had not had any uh, tune-up for 20 years. And uh, it really, it really is amazing. People tell me they feel better than they felt in 20, 30 years. You know, and it's uh, it's really rewarding for me as a physician to uh, to treat these people. Um, so basically, you treat all all painful yeah. uh, painful conditions. All, all painful conditions uh, uh, we do from from arthritis of the finger uh, to uh, to knee to uh, a lot of people don't realize that arthritis is uh, actually arthritis is the body's mechanism for tightening a joint. So once you tighten the joint by by uh, doing prolotherapy, the body will slowly reabsorb this calcium that is deposited in the joint, and that's arthritis in a nutshell. And, and uh, people don't realize that. They say, "Well, I, I got this arthritis. You can't help me." Well, you really can. And it also generates uh, re, uh, regenerates cartilage growth in the, in the case of a knee. And people say, well, I'm bone, I'm bone. You won't be able to help me. Well, you can. There's a lot of information on the Internet that people can read. And uh, uh, Dr. Russ Hauser, he's uh, been doing this since 93. He learned from Dr. Uh, Gustav Hemwall, who was one of the originators, him and uh, Dr. Hackett. It's called, actually, what I do is called Hemwall-Hackett uh, prolotherapy. It's a dextrose prolotherapy. And Dr. Ross Hauser, like I said, learned from Dr. Hemwall, and he's been doing it since 93. And Dr. Hauser and I have uh, seminars. Uh, we had four of them last year, and we have our first one coming up in November in the, uh, in the Vineyards Country Club in Naples uh, on uh, November 29th. Uh, Dr. Hauser and myself will be doing a seminar on prolotherapy, stem cell prolotherapy, prolotherapy, uh, and acupuncture. So it's, uh, it's an interesting thing. People sit there for... Uh, you know, it's a three-hour program, and it's, it's, they have a lot of questions. And we we uh, answer, uh, have people come up and, and uh, diagnose their, their situation, and, and uh, we can give them some uh, insight in what we think they can ha- can be helped. You know, if you have a if you have a joint that uh, joint is shot, and and uh, you know you can't do anything with it, well then the prolotherapy is not going to help that. Well, we know that by doing it doing a test, we can do the uh, you know chest a movement test, and we find out whether it's a joint or it's, or it's just the the soft tissue, and if it's a soft tissue, then we can certainly treat that. So, um, All right. So let's and, let's, let's just yeah. take a typical case. Say a person uh, comes in with shoulder pain. They're they're playing tennis right. every day, and now their shoulder's hurting. What would be a typical approach to that person? Well, a lot of times, what we do is I like to I like to find out myself where the shoulder pain is because a lot of times you have shoulder pain. It's uh, it's actually ridiculous pain from the cervical vertebrae. So I find out then where it is, and, I, and if it's his shoulder, I treat the shoulder. If I find, that, say, the pain is in the bicep, for instance, I might I might treat the shoulder and the neck because it could be coming from the neck. And uh, you know, I don't need a, I don't need an MRI to figure that out because a lot of people I, I treat a lot of people for the same thing, and and every, everybody's pretty much the same. And if you got the if you got the same pain that if you you know if you if somebody has the same pain on the on the, on the biceps as somebody else did. I know it's not the not necessarily the shoulder. A lot of people think they have. I have so many people come in the office. Some people had 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 joints replaced, shoulder joints and hip joints, and then when they get out of the surgery, they have the same pain that they went in for. And a couple of three treatments later, they don't have the pain anymore. So it really wasn't the hip that's been replaced. It it might be something that would be tremendously helped by prolotherapy. But so uh, once you, know, once you yeah, determine uh, the, the the area that's involved. Then you you do uh, injections, right? Do, there are multiple small injections multiple, or big injections? Multiple, multiple small injections. We'll do uh, one, uh, you know, we do one milliliter injection, but we might do we might do in the shoulder, we might do thirty injections. And the, the problem is what, what they're not the problem, but what what we're doing, we're doing comprehensive prolotherapy. 
which means we do a lot of injections. The injections don't hurt because the needles are only used for uh, a very short time, and it's, it's a very fine needle. And, and we, we uh, you know, we, we replace those. We only use a 10 milliliter syringe, so that one syringe is 10, 10 injections. And also, uh, we find that if you don't, if you go to a prolotherapist or you go to a, a regular orthopedic doctor, and he says, "Well, I do prolotherapy too," he'll give you one or two injections, and then you then you go home. And then he, uh, two weeks later, he said, well, you got to come back. Uh, we got to do the surgery because it didn't work for you. So that's not prolotherapy. Prolotherapy is a multiple injections, which means proliferation. Prolo means proliferation of cells. And by proliferating, we mean we're going to do a lot of injections, so we're going to have a lot of uh, minor inflammation caused there, which causes the body to send the uh, healing fibroblasts and proteins and everything to that area to heal it. And uh, the big thing is, in the, in the case of uh, inflammation, is the body's way of healing. So if, you, if people take ibuprofen and take anti-inflammatories, that eliminates healing. And we don't want them to do that. We, they can take uh, maybe aspirin or, or, or Tylenol rather than uh, ibuprofen. Most people don't have a lot of pain afterwards, so they don't have to take anything. But, uh, but the thing is, we don't want them to take those anti-inflammatories because that stops the healing. So, All right, so you, uh, you create a, a controlled inflammation in the area that you're treating, correct? That's correct, yes, that's correct. And, and the is there anything in the injections that people can't tolerate? No, I have never had. Uh, actually, Dr. Hemwall, the, uh, one of the, uh, the founders of this, uh, this system, he has, has done 10,000 treatments, and he hasn't had any side effects in 10,000 treatments. And I, and I'm talking wow. about you might have a little residual pain, but you don't have anything, uh, no, nothing bad. Anything, anything that's happened is is a is might be a little bit of extra pain or a little bit because a lot of times, even in acupuncture, people have a chronic pain. The body will shut down that area so that you don't feel that pain as much. When you do these needles, you put the needles back in, you open that area up again. So people might feel a little achy the next day, but it's like you've exercised. It's nothing like uh, the pain you that they come in with, you know. And it's uh, and I've what, seen it work for. Go ahead. No, did and I, and what restrictions do you have on your patients after you treat them? None. And there Pain anything that they're not allowed to do? They have to go home and rest, no, whatever. Not at all. They can they can do anything they want to do. Pain will be their guide. If they have pain, they won't do it. I've had tennis players come in. They're tennis pros, and I treated them. They went out and won tennis match the same day. It's not. It's not something they, that that's going to tie you down. It's going to get you back in your sport right away, and that's that's the biggest thing about the prolotherapy. therapy. And when, the, what uh, is the mm-hmm. what is the difference between the the high test version with stem cells and platelets and whatever? When well, when cells, you do that? When you do that, when you have a, a condition like a torn labrum or that which is the lining of the of the joint or you have a you have a, a knee meniscus bad uh, or an ACL uh, tear in the in the knee now, that's something like that like that uh, that you would you would go into maybe the stem cells after that i don't think that, that dr hamwell and hackett never used stem cells that's a new thing that's a new thing that just came out it's uh, just recently that the 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 regular hamwell hackett prolotherapy was strictly strictly dextrose and uh, dextrose, and, and and that's that's what they used, and that did all the all the curing, and then after that, uh, the people nowadays go out with new things, and they got new things out, you know. And but we stick to everything that's natural, even even though stem cells are natural, because you're only taking it from yourself, and and, and that's the big thing about stem cells in Florida. You can only take harvest from yourself and, and inject in yourself at the same time that you harvest. You can't put them aside and use them somebody else, or or you know use them later. You have to do it right then, and uh, that's that's very effective for for different things. But I, like I said, I don't get into that because I'm, I I don't I I could do it if I had the machinery and all that. But I don't I don't uh, I don't do that. I think I'm very effective with the with the with the uh, lesser uh, uh, expensive uh, treatment. Okay. And that's, um, yeah. Dr. Jerry, do you have any any questions for Dr. Nick? Yeah, have you used like any natural supplements to speed up the healing process? Uh, yes, like, I have. Uh, I have. I've used. Uh, I, I usually add some uh, B12 to my injections, along with uh, some homeopathics. With uh, like, uh, there's a homeopathic from Germany, which is Tramiel, which has been around for oh about 60 years, and I've been right. I've been using that for that. That takes care of the immediate pain. And right. then the other, yeah, and that seems to work very well with the B12 and the and the, the regular home, uh, the regular uh, 
prolotherapy solution. Because I, I know from a clinical perspective, um, there's a great product by Standard Process called Ligaplex 2, which is high in manganese, which aids the repair of ligaments and that also like muscles. That would be effective, yeah. yeah. Where, where, I'd like to find out where you get that. I, that would might something I would, would be able to add to that. Yeah, yeah Standard Process. Uh, they've been around yeah. since the 30s, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. In fact, I, I as I, as Dr. Smith knows, I, I used to use them when I was in practice. A great, great company, all natural, small doses, but very effective. Bio, bio. They are bio, biologically available to your system. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, uh, all kinds of pain, uh, carpal tunnel. Uh, I, I noticed on your website you also have something about digestive disorders. What? Tell, tell me about that. Well, I, I use. Uh, I use the homeopathics for the digestive disorders and, and uh, uh, acupuncture along with that. You know, I don't uh, I don't use the uh, the prolotherapy for that, but I use it for uh, you know I do oh, okay. just the acupuncture and the uh, you know a couple of uh, okay. And does every yeah. client that comes into you for prolotherapy are they treated by on acupuncture points in addition to other points, or how how, how some, do you combine the some two? Some are. Some are. Uh, I, I sometimes use acupuncture. If I'm going to do sciatica, I'll use acupuncture and then and then do the injections afterwards. If I'm doing uh, like, for instance, a tennis elbow, I don't use acupuncture. I just use the uh, the uh, prolotherapy. But uh, but I could use it depending depending who how, who they are and how. Some people can't sit still long enough to do the acupuncture. You know so. I don't. Uh, I don't want to make them do that. You know. I think I've I've used acupuncture on your wife along with the uh, polo therapy. You know. You did, and so she did great. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't missed yeah. a day of tennis uh, since she, since you, she had her injections. Right. Right. All right. Let me just see if Doctor uh, Dan let me get his his he has a little uh, echo on his mic, so every so often I have to take him off. Doctor Dan, any questions for Doctor Nick? Yes, Doctor Nick. How are you? Okay. How are you, Doctor Dan? Um, how does this work on uh, back problems, uh, stenosis and disc disease and spondylolisthesis and so forth? Does this kind of therapy uh, have good good effects? It, it works very good for back problems, stenosis and, and disc disease. And, and I tell my patients that, you know, they, they come in and they want to bring the MRI and all that. I say, well, just bring the report in. I said, but, you know, you don't care what you have if you don't have any pain. A lot of people have stenosis because as you get older, everybody gets stenosis. So you don't, it doesn't make any difference what you have. As long as you can get up in the morning and you feel good, you go out and play tennis, you go play golf, and that's fine. That, that works great. But I've had people come in to me that, that had uh, pain in the back for 18 years, for instance, and you do two or three treatments, they don't have it anymore. I don't know if they, they you know, they don't, they've never done an MRI, so I don't know whether they have stenosis or whether they have uh, 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 a bulging disc or something like that. All I know is they don't have any more pain. I, I had a good example of, of, a, of a person came in, he had, he had pain in the groin, and he would have about 16 years. He was only a 36-year-old guy when he came in. And I, I treated him two treatments, and they were giving him, they were doing uh, biopsies of the prostate and everything for the guy. So I was referred, he was referred to me by a neurologist. I did two treatments, and his pain was completely gone. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. I don't, I, you know, I don't. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a magician, but I tell you what, it makes me feel good when I can get these guys that back on the street and, and uh, not, not have the pain that he was. This guy was in bad shape, you know. Sure. So, yeah. I'm sure you've seen a lot of that too. Yeah, so, Doctor, yeah, Nick, I, I had a quick question. Do you ever use yeah. like procaine in with the dextrose at all? I use I use some procaine. I do some neurotherapy with some procaine. I use most of the time I use some uh, a weak solution of lidocaine, and that seems to work uh, pretty good. You know, and it gives it's it's also diagnostic diagnostic because it tells me if they get off the table, they go in and they 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 got the pain when they walk in, and then they get off the table, they don't have the pain anymore. I know I got the right location, mm-hmm. and then and then that that seems to be diagnostic, and it really helps me if I do if I use a little a weak. Uh, a solution of uh, anesthetic, so it, uh, it helps me. Yeah. I think Dr. But, Smith's going to get around to, to talking about the, the more natural procaine, right, Jerry? Yeah. yeah. The, the only thing I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about with lidocaine um, is that it, the, one of the breakdown products is aniline, which is a known carcinogen, so that's my only objection with lidocaine. Uh-huh. But okay. procaine, procaine opens up the uh, receptor sites and the cell membranes and 
really is pretty amazing stuff and clears up your head, too. Is it a, you say a natural propane? Well, I get it from a compounding pharmacist, so there's no okay. preservatives. Okay. Yeah. And then, and propane did break down into certain vitamins, too, right, Jerry? I'm not sure what the break breakdown, down, but I know it's a lot cleaner. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a lot cleaner. Well, this is really interesting. Uh, so, Dr. Dan, so uh, you, you, is your questions answered by Dr. Nick about back pain? Yes, in the uh, back, where do you, where do you inject it, uh, in what area of the back, Dr. Nick? I, I inject it into the into the uh, well, we call it the bladder, uh, the bladder points, or the you know the uh, each one of the holes in the sarcum is the acupuncture point. Okay. And I use the uh, and you take you take uh, bladder twenty six, which is which is one finger breadth off from the the uh, indentation in your back, in the center, on the on the right and left side. That's your that's your iliolumbar vertebrae uh, verte- um, uh, ligament. Right. And I injected in there originally, and I put that uh, you know I, I I do that every time someone has back pain, and that usually clears up a lot of the uh, a lot of the sciatica. And then I do the uh, uh, all the points along the sarcum. It might be about thirty or forty injections in the back. And it's, Are those thirty uh, or forty injections in uh, one one visit, or or do you keep coming back? One visit, one visit. So you keep yeah. moving around with the needle. Yep, you move around the needle. You do. I do ten uh, ten injections per syringe, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then I uh, uh, you know whatever might be thirty might be four syringes, five syringes in the back. Right, right. I got the whole back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And And remember, Doctor Dan, if you look at the acupuncture meridians, there's a bladder meridian goes right up and down the spine. So, Doctor Nick, I think is treating not only the tender points but all the points along those meridians. I'm using I'm using using the acupuncture points and also, like you say, some of the ashy points, which are the the points of pain, the the uh, uh, trigger points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Just. You got it. Well, you answer your question, Doctor Dan. Thank you very much. I think Dr. it's Nick. really a, a, there's nothing to lose by having prolotherapy that I could see. There's no downside, uh, but there's a lot of upside. Dr. Nick, where are you giving yeah. your conferences? I missed the name of the country, the club. Well, we're doing it at the Vineyards Country Club in Naples on Vineyards Boulevard at uh, on November 29th at 1 to 3 p.m. That's myself and Dr. Ross Hauser. Who is a uh, pioneer in the prolotherapy field? Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, if you're in Southwest Florida, the Vineyards Country Club is a huge uh, place. That's where the old Cleveland Clinic used to be. There's a hospital there now. And uh, yes. are you going to be in that hospital setting, Dr. Nick? No, no, we're going to be in the Vineyards Country Club. Oh, in the Country Club right itself. I'm yeah. sorry, Country Club itself. Yeah. Okay. And so that's, that's yeah. right off of uh, Pine Ridge Road. Is that right, or yeah. airport? Right, right, right off Vineyard Boulevard, which is right down that uh, down off Pine Ridge. Yep. Right off of Pine Ridge. And office, office, if they want to call my office, I can give them, I can give them directions too. Why and what was the time of that? Your, the time? Probably one to three on the 29th of November. One to three. Okay, thank you. And give give your phone number, Doctor Nick. My phone number is Eric Co two three nine. Seven 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 zero six three. Okay, you got that, Doctor Dan, and our listeners. That's Doctor Nick Sergio. Uh, area code is two three nine seven 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 zero six three. You can call his office and get information about the upcoming ser- uh, seminars on prolotherapy. He's been around for over ten years and getting great results. I can attest to it with a, a personal. A testimony with my wife. Uh, he is just a great guy. That everybody loves him. I think he works also with my son, who's a chiropractor on Pine Ridge. They have a great working relationship. Just to be upfront about it, and uh, he's the one to go to for prolotherapy. You don't need all the fancy one. You know, you just need the good standard prolotherapy. It works every. It works a lot of times. Right. All right, Dr. Nick, I thank you. Is there any, any closing remarks you'd like to give our audience? No, I just want to say I'm sorry I was late. I just had uh, something come up, but uh, I'm, I'm glad I was able to talk on your radio show. Well, I appreciate it, and I, we hope to have, have you back again. And I think from what I can tell from uh, Dr. Dan, he's going to be down to see you. Good, good. That'd be great. 
Glad to see him. All right, well, we'll see okay. you next time, and uh, thank okay. you so much, and have a great, great night. We're getting ready to close up here. We're coming close to one hour, ladies and gentlemen. You believe this? Thank you. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Okay. Nick. Okay, bye now. Bye. Well, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, Dr. Ron? therapy. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, to diverge back to one of your original topics in the beginning with the MRSA. Um, what's interesting, 100% pure oregano from the Mediterranean is very effective against MRSA. Uh, I had a young fellow from Dallas, Texas, who I, I was the 31st doctor that he saw with his MRSA infection, and in six weeks it totally resolved using 100% pure oregano oil. Uh, you can't use, you know, any imitation, diluted forms. You need the 100% pure, and it's oregano works better than any antibiotic. Yeah, the antibiotics, they're even getting resistance to that. So we need some natural healings like the oregano oil, and I'm sure, uh, you know, we want to prevent it by using the colloidal silver. I mean, that's what we oh, do. Oh, absolutely, that too. Yeah, the other Use it as a preventive. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to watch the movie Food, Inc., uh, it'll make you nauseous the way they, you know, they treat the animals, the unsanitary conditions in some of these plants. And there's one uh, poor woman, she was being interviewed. Her son died. I think he was like five years old. He ate three hamburgers at a picnic, and it was, you know, loaded with uh, E. coli. And the poor kid had a, you know, within hours, like, was dead. Um it's just despicable. And then when the FDA, you know, did the research, the plant was cited, you know, numerous times for, you know, sanitation issues. And like you said, they're not out for our benefit. I think they're out for the payoffs. Yeah. They're, 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 the FDA is being run by big pharmaceutical companies, ladies and gentlemen, my opinion. All right. Well, you believe an hour gone by. And I want to thank Dr. Nick again, uh, super guy and, and, uh, Naples, Florida, for giving us his time about prolotherapy. Um, I always like to Jerry. Jerry, uh, Doctor Jerry here is is really sharp, ladies and gentlemen. Brilliant guy, and uh, I'm going to have two little things I want to leave you with tonight. But the first one, life is short, so smile while you still have teeth. <laughs> and I'm going to ask Doctor Dan any closing remarks, sir, for for our audience. <laughs> Yeah, I just had my teeth checked. Thank God everything's okay. Let <laughs> me cracked up again, Ron. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, since we're talking about MRSA and about cleanliness and so forth, yeah, be be, be very careful with that poultry and uh, use those use the gloves, but make sure you cook everything. Uh, when someone orders something rare when we go out, I I, I get nervous. Uh, I always like to. How do you want it cooked? Safe. You know, cook it enough so you kill everything. So if you cook anything, uh, it's a question here too, enough, uh, will you kill the MRSA? You know, I don't know the answer to that, okay? But I do know if you overcook food, you destroy the enzymes and the life of the food. Yeah, that's true. So I think somewhere there's got to be a balance. Yeah, okay. and and be careful with uh, don't eat anything raw. Like uh, I personally won't eat raw fish, so I don't know. Sushi. Well, that, that, that's personal. But a lot of the sushi personal. that is served, according to what I found out, is frozen first. So a lot of that freezing does help in in keeping down the MRSA. Okay, and Dr. Uh, Jerry, uh, and I take that uh, teaspoon of colloidal silver every day that uh, that we make here now. So. I think that's well, it. Well, that's great, that's and, and, and we're going to hear from the, the maker of the Alexa device uh, next week. And uh, I, I've asked him to comment that uh, Dr. Talmore is going to be on in a couple of weeks, and Dr. Talmore says he likes uh, colloidal silver that, that, uh, you, that has been checked with an electron microscope. And uh, Dr., uh, Mr. Safer is going to, going to tell us how his colloidal silver is checked and why his is really safe. And he's been, he's been selling this, this unit for 30-some years, so... Uh, that, we'll have a lot of questions for him next week. Okay, and as long as you don't take too much, you won't get Argeria, right? Okay. Yeah, as long you as you, uh, the nanos, you don't have to worry with the nano. It's, uh, it's when you have a colored solution with larger particles that you really have to worry. You won't become a blue Okay, blood. Dr. Smith, anything for our audience? 
Yeah, I have to trump you on your uh, your mouth uh, philosophy. You know, if you're not true to your teeth, uh, remember it'll be false to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. You know, two 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 wise guys on the show. Life goes by quickly. Do what you can do today, as you can never be sure where you are on the back nine. I keep using this back nine uh, analogy because I golf a lot. I love the sport. You have no promise that you will see all of the seasons of your life. So live for today and say all the things you want to your loved ones to remember. Please don't be afraid to tell your loved ones that you love them and hope that they appreciate and love you for all the things you have done for them. Don't be afraid to tell people you love them. You're not guaranteed to be here another day. Enjoy your life. I really appreciate Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan sharing the program with me on a weekly basis. It, it makes it fun and enjoyable. I hope we have been bringing you some information that you can use, not just information for the sake of it. We try and bring you information you're not going to get on your nightly news on any of the commercial networks. Uh, and that's that. That's what keeps us going here at, at Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Next week, we're going to talk about prolotherapy. Gentlemen, uh, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you all. And we will uh, meet again next Tuesday at 4 o'clock. Good night. See you guys. Good Bye. night. Bye. Good afternoon. Bye. Dr. Ron Dr. Ron, I've left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on LockedOnRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.